Bradley. What's happening? Tony Dunny, how are you? What's up, you guys? How are you guys? First of all, you guys good? Yeah, yeah man. Good. Gl- yeah, glad, glad you're safe. Glad you're safe. Hey, first off, congratulations. Uh, I, I know this is one of those the the one of these awards that you don't want to win year after year. I won this back in 2000, and I said I never want to win this thing again. But it's a a, <laughs> a testament to um, your your ability to come back from injury and come back from so many things and and find a way to be successful here in LA. Congratulations. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, honestly. I know it's not the, the biggest award, but um, and I know there's people out there that you know have on paper more serious injuries, but I think for me, last season was very, very frustrating on and off the pitch, and you know even the beginning of this season. So I won't lie, this, this award like, kind of feels like real, real big to me. You know, it's important because last season I was, kind of, I, was, I was thinking at the end of the season, do I retire? You know, my mm-hmm. groin was really bad. I couldn't run, couldn't sprint, couldn't shoot. And I was thinking, do I retire? Do I carry on? Do I try and prove people wrong? And to get this award at the end of it, it kind of feels good. You know, it feels, I won't lie, it feels kind of good. Bradley, I also want you to know that you transformed our producer, Andrew Williams, from wearing a fanny pack in Atlanta, that you showed him the correct way of wearing the fanny pack up and over the shoulder <laughs> across the front. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that conversation. <laughs> I, the- I don't, I don't. How was he wearing it? <laughs> He was, he was literally wearing it like a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I wish I wish you could teach him other things, Bradley. <laughs> I said I wish you could teach him other things. Believe me, if you can hang around him for a little bit, we'd be much better off. Yeah. Send him to well, me. Send him to me. I'll sort him out and get him back oh. to you guys all proper. Bradley, he needs a ton of sorting out, so we, we, we might put him <laughs> on your doorstep. Hey, um, all right, so go, going back to last season, we've, we've all kind of encountered tough years, and for one reason or another, kind of like we were just talking about Christian Pulisic, kind of soft tissue, soft tissue injuries. Um, you know, yeah. I had adductor, groin, hernia issues that plagued me for about two years. Those dark days on the training, on the training table or by yourself individually in the training room, yeah. kind of how, yeah. did, how did that – those dark moments and, and even those questions of should you retire kind of then transform into what this season has been with Bob Bradley and LAFC. Yeah. Um, first off, yeah, those dark little times on the table or in the gym alone. And then also, you know, with me, I, like, I was reading things and people are like, he's over the hill. So then on that, on that side of things, I'd want to prove them wrong. On the other side of the things, I'm like, I don't know, can I get back from this? So there's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of like, yeah, just long, like kind of lonely days. Um, but yeah, skipping forward and getting to, to LAFC when I found that I can work with someone I really like believe they can get me back to where I need to be. And then with what Bob and John and, you know, all the coaching staff wanted from me and what they expected from me and plans for us working together. I was just, it was just so exciting. And now at the end of it, I still don't think I had a, an amazing season. I just think, you know, I just think it, it just went as well as it could have, um, considering this, this whole 2020 has been crazy and it's, I just feel real satisfied, you know, and just looking forward to the playoffs. So you say, and we all kind of go through this at some point, you know, do I retire? Do I call quits here? Do I try and fight and come back? And we're glad that you did. You chose that route. But sort of what's that first phone call like? Is it John Thorrington? Is it Bob Bradley? Is it both of them on the phone? And is it first just to kind of feel your interest in staying in the game? Yeah, yeah. it was his first John Thorrington is. He just let me know that, you know, he's he's seen me from afar and he thinks I, you know, I'd fit in well to LAFC's plan. Um, I spoke to Bob a little while after that. Not a little while, but a few maybe days after that. But, yeah, just speaking to John, I just wanted to know 
what I thought about my injury, how, you know, if I thought I could get back and if I could, you know, like still do a job. And after a couple of phone calls, it was, yeah, it was just one of those things. Like once I knew that I could get back from this and I'll be joining that team, I was just like a kid at Christmas again. It was back to working hard and trying to prove myself again. Again, Tony Miola, Brian Dunseth here on a Thursday afternoon at Counterattack, speaking with Bradley Wright Phillips, uh, LAFC forward named Comeback Player of the Year by Major League Soccer. Follow him on Twitter at BWP99. Not the numerals, but the written out 99. Um, <laughs> so uh, having, so I'm, I'm an L.A. kid, Bradley. Uh, so yeah. when I saw, you know, growing up, I watched Tony Miola play L.A. Galaxy at the Rose Bowl and then kind of watched the, the move down to uh, Carson. When I knew LAFC was coming in, I knew they were doing something different because of the location, what they were trying to do with the colorways, and the fan base that they were trying to kind of play up to. But then they built at Cal State LA an incredible facility. And for, you know, some people that don't know what it looks like on the inside, I mean, you guys guys really was built for you guys. You guys have everything there. And then you have Bank of California Stadium. For those that kind yeah. of don't understand, when when you look around the league and you've you've seen all these different facilities, all these all these all these different stadiums, how do you compare and contrast what LAFC has built as an organization in such a short amount of time? Yeah, I was just about to say, in the time they've done it, it's, it's unbelievable, second to none. I've seen one training facility. Um, I got to see it through playing in the All Stars, and that was Atlanta. That I could say is like at the same level. You know, they're both like unbelievable places, but LAFC is. Is is one of one or the best training facilities and stadium uh, we have in this country, and it's I'm I'm buzzing to be a part of it. You you can't go to that place. I'm, I'm telling you, every morning, even at my age, every morning you can't go to that place and not want to work hard and you know not want to use the facilities you have and, and try and improve every day or get stronger. It's just a, a nice environment and, and place to work in. Really cool. Speaking with Bradley Wright Phillips from LAFC, two-time Golden Boot winner in 2014 and 16, leader for the most goals scored as a New York Red Bull player of all time, MLS Best 11 in 14 and 16, MLS All-Star in 14 and 2018. And I can keep reading, and I know our listeners get it. Um, <laughs> they still the, the owe me a list... Golden Boot. They still owe me one. They still haven't, still haven't got it? 2014. So you can, you can put that out there. Don't talk wow, that, that, <laughs> that's broken one. here. Well, broken news man here. We're, we're going to uh, be petitioning for a golden boot. Yeah, let's do a petition. For, for 2014. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's fast forward here. Obviously, uh, you're playing a very talented Seattle side, um, a team that yeah. is you're defending champions. You've played them before. You're, you're going to play them again. Um, coming up yeah. here, this one's on uh, a couple days from now, five days from now, on the 24th, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. You can hear it right here in 157. Um, this is a very talented side, and you guys have uh, a, a few COVID issues that you're dealing with. Um, I guess my, my question is, how much more pressure does that maybe put on you to, to pick up some of that slack? Um, it's, it's been happening all season, not just with yeah. COVID. And I won't go into that because I don't really know the ins and outs. But, yeah, it's been happening all season. We haven't had our best player, like, for most of the season. We've had play, players playing, um, sorry, missing games through injury or been in quarantine. It's, it's been like this all season, so it doesn't change. It doesn't change. It's it's a game that we go out. You know, if we're if we're at our best, we can win this game. But we're playing against against a very good team, organized with goal threats and and strong defensively. So we're going to be at, have to be at our best to beat them. But it doesn't change anything. You know, with with what's happening at the moment with our squad, it really doesn't. It's been like this all season. You know, Bradley, when when, everyone, when I watch when I watch the when I watch the way people um, <clears throat> kind of talk about LAFC, it's kind of a mix of absolute respect and a little bit of jealousy 
Because when I think about yeah. style of play and what Bob's created over the last couple of years, there's no doubt that there's an identifiable style and how you guys play at home or on the road doesn't really deviate. All, you know, there's little tweaks mm-hmm. to be made about, you know, the opponent or whatever, but you guys still play your, your style. When you look at a team like Seattle, is there any difference for you being on the road as opposed to being at home with regards to, you know, as Bob always talks about, this is our football. This is the way we like to play. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think there's too much. I don't think there's too much. There's obviously a little advantage for them, and I'm glad, you know, the pressure's on them. They're at home. They have to come out and, and play their game. But, yeah, like you said, our style won't change. I just think the only difference is, you know, turf plays a little part. And also, when you're on the road, you don't get as many chances. Um, so you have to be, you know, a bit more deadly with the chances you do get. But as in the way we're going to play, nothing's going to change. We'll respect them, but we're going to play our game because it's a, it's a style we believe, you know, when it's executed right, it's very difficult to stop, and I don't see why I would change it, you know, just because we're playing away. Just curious, Dunny and I have been talking about the playoffs. We've been interviewing people. We've had players on, uh, you know, pundits on the entire week, obviously getting ready for uh, what should be an exciting couple of weeks here. You've been through this a whole bunch of years now, and no one has seen yeah. anything anything like this. Does it matter at this point that they're two and you're seven? I mean, this is this Dunny. is 2020. It's a one-off, which which Dunny and I have been petitioning for forever, yeah. and I'm glad they went to one-offs. But is this as wide open as you've seen it since you've been in Major League Soccer? Yeah, for sure. And also, you know, in the MLS, you can never tell. It doesn't matter if you're, like, first or second. I've been on Red Bull teams where we've, like, you know, won the Shield, been the best team all season, and then we don't – you don't win, you know. It's, it's how you turn up on the day. It's, it's getting your style of play right and everyone giving 110%. And if you don't do that, you don't get the results. So, hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of wide open. It's one game, two good teams, but – Honestly, in this league, some days anyone can be anyone. So we just got to be that winning team. Bradley, a, a lot of people, I want to come back to Bob for a second because I, I know Bob was taking a lot of stick over in England uh, over his short stint. Um, you've been around him. You've seen him. What's that? Sorry, say that again. <laughs> Who doesn't take stick in England? No, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a really good, good point. point. That's a really yeah. good point. So where, where does, how do you describe what Bob does well? Uh, because we watch all these, you know, we've watched all the behind the scenes stuff for the last couple of years. And, you know, Tony, we've had Bob on this show a bunch of different times. We've got the utmost respect for him, but there's still kind of this, this perception of him. So how would you describe what he brings to the table as a manager? You know, apart from the obvious things, you guys have obviously grown with um, Bob Bradley. You've seen him, you know, coach throughout all your years, you know, yeah, being into football. But for me, I'll tell you personally what I love about Bob's coaching is, yeah, he, he's very, like, a stern, he's a stern guy, and, you know, he, he's not afraid to say what he thinks, but I'm I'm judging him from just, like, turning up to training every day, and what I love about his sessions or even the style of play is that it's fun. I know it's going to sound cliche, but when you started playing as a kid, you wanted to have fun. Literally, mm-hmm. every day we go to training. We, we work on angles, where to receive the ball, scoring goals, uh, nice passages of play, and, you know, running in behind and, and scoring good goals with clean passes, clean touches, and it's fun. Every day is fun. So he's an old-school guy, but he's evolved with the, with the time and the game. He's evolved with it. And I'm telling you, there's not many coaches. Like, a lot of the time, it feels like work when you're playing for, for managers. A lot of the time, it feels like, honestly, like a nine-to-five. But here, we literally go, and you can express yourself attacking. 
work on your yeah. first touch. Like, I feel like my on the ball has got better and I've only been here a while and, we, and it hasn't been a real a proper season. And it's, uh, that's what I would, you know, there's a lot of things I can say about him, but I just know every day I turn up, we play football. We play football. We played a beautiful game and I, I couldn't ask for anything more, especially at my age where training every day can get a bit boring and, yeah. you know, it hasn't for me right now. So that's one of the qualities I would say, but there's many more. That's awesome. That's great. You're uh, you're enjoying your football here. Good luck here. Uh, this game's on Tuesday night, nine thirty. Uh, I'm sorry, ten thirty p.m. Eastern. You can hear it right here on one fifty seven. Bradley, appreciate you jumping on. Congratulations on the award. Uh, we're glad you're back at and, and enjoying this game, and uh, look forward to watching you here uh, as the playoffs start. Thank you, guys, man. Keep up the great work, and also let's get that hashtag BWP's boot. <laughs> 